The following episode contains topics which some listeners may find distressing. If you are in need of support, please reach out to Lifeline, Beyond Blue or other such services in your area. You're listening to a Melu Entertainment original podcast. On today's episode of the Ably Diverse Chronicles, we chat to the amazing Wendy Carroll. She's a world-renowned aerobic champion, fitness instructor, and all-around self-proclaimed crazy cat woman. We chat religion, sexuality, and a whole lot more. So why not join us right now? Hello and welcome back to the show everybody. Today I'm super excited to have with me the beautiful Wendy Carroll. She's a fitness instructor, she's an aerobic champion and a self-proclaimed crazy cat woman who I'm a bit scared of because I'm quite frankly allergic to cats but I'm super stoked about this one so let's go. Okay let's get into this. I We discovered each other Mm-mm. I discovered you only a short time ago during lockdown. Yeah. And we'll come back to that in a moment. So I haven't yeah. known you for a very long time. I want people to understand what life is like, but for anybody who's ably diverse, just yeah. someone who's different to yourself, you know, and, and you are a really interesting person who I feel should be writing a book. So I just thought maybe if I just ask you a whole lot of questions, because I'm sure that yeah. not just me, but other people who know you only from one part of the world, would like to know you from other parts of the world and like and want to know a lot more about you. I used to be Baptist. Is Baptist like I have no idea. It's okay. I'm, you're probably good. You're not missing out on much. Um okay. So is it kind of is that in between like being a Protestant and a Catholic, being a Baptist? I, I would say so, yeah. Okay, all right. And and, and yeah. do you believe in God? Higher power. That's all I'll say. I'll probably end up getting a lot of hate for this, but higher power, but that comes within yourself, I believe. Right. No, you know I, mean? I, I like that because, you know, yeah. like sometimes it's hard, like sometimes it's hard to put a word or a name to something that influences you. Exactly. You to say God, but like it's a higher power. You've got to have something that you're answering to or yeah. calling or whatever it is. I mean, probably at the end of the day, you're only answering to yourself, but it's whatever helps you is what helps you. I was christened as a Lutheran certainly mum and dad were not strict about that my mum yeah. decided she was she was a buddhist by the time she died so um, i was allowed to go to any scripture that i wanted at school and i yeah. i used to go to uh you know i'd go to whatever was available at the time and i came yeah. one year first uh first in the class in the church of england and in the jewish class at the same time um, i just didn't go to any of them because i kind of thought they were a bit of rubbish but at one point i wanted to be a nun so i wanted to be more of a missionary i'm kind of doing that now i save cats and i save people at one point, I did go to the Lutheran church that was here in the centre of Sydney. It was like in town and you had to go yeah. into, into town and go. I would go to the Sunday school. And like my mum went, okay, she seems to like us. So we'll go every Sunday and mum would go into the church and I'd go into the Sunday school. And then afterwards, we would go around. It was near the museum in Sydney and they'd opened up this shop, which was a bit like being in a space age shop because it was all done by robotics. And if you ordered, you, you bought tokens and you put them in and then the food would kind of come out a doorway and all of it. And then that shop closed down about two months later. And then mum said, are you ready to go? And I said, oh, no, I don't want to go anymore. She said, why not? I said, 
the shop's closed down. The only reason I was going is to go into the shop to play with yeah. the robotic machines. I had no interest in what was going on in Sunday school. So ably diverse, tell me about your ably diversity. My ably diversity, <laughs> I think, is what you're trying to say. That's actually quite good. Um, I have CP, which is sort of palsy. Yeah, all four limbs are affected. It's just a lack of oxygen at birth that causes it for various different reasons. And, yeah, that's the nutshell. Um, so, so how did that affect you? as a child and going to school? For me, I went to, you know, normal mainstream school, so I didn't know any different. Kids treat you differently. Were, they, were, were some people mean or bullies? Yeah, well, I have a moro reflex, which means I jump at sharp noises, sudden movements. So a lot of people would throw things, make noises, so I'd jump, and it's a oh. full-body spasm. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, people sort of took notice of that and went, well, they're, they're curious and they're cruel because yeah, that's, that's a bit funny. They get a laugh out of it, not realizing that that's really hurtful to you. Yeah, it's so, more than the the reaction is more what causes the curiosity, pretty much. That's, yeah, that's right. That's right because they yeah. don't know anybody else like that themselves. As much as no. you didn't know any other ably diverse people, they didn't know anyone else either. They only knew no. that their, their own reactions. So they thought that was like, oh, that's weird. That's interesting, you know, so yeah. we're going to have a go at that. And then it just becomes something that, and it's easier to laugh at you with that rather than asking you how does that feel or any of yeah. those things. They haven't developed themselves enough. Yeah. You, know, you, you get teased about these things and it and it, it hurts, you know, because you, yeah, you, well, you don't fit in like everybody else does. Yeah, and people are so insecure about themselves that they have to take it out on somebody else. And that's all it is, whether you realise it or not when you're you don't actually realise it when you're young, I guess. No. That's that's no. what it is. You know? No, it's easier to understand when you're older and you can look back on it and understand where they were coming from and you realise a lot of the time the stuff is their problem, not yours. Hmm. But when you're the young person dealing with that, it, it hurts and it's hard. So yeah. it's great now that there's a lot more uh, these sort of podcasts and things for young people to actually be able to relate to other people. Yeah, yeah, and also be educated by it. Not, not just young people, but anyone. Anyone. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what I'm hoping, you know, for ac yeah. across the board. Finish school, what, what sort of jobs did you have? I worked in radio. Can you tell how professional I am? <laughs> no. Absolutely. I, I, yeah. I worked in radio for a couple of years. Clearly that failed. Doing admin and we were doing prize wheels and things. So suddenly, um, occasionally I'd come on air and spin the wheel and it's like, oh, someone's so from this suburb, you win a prize. And that's all they'd let me do. Yeah, okay. Clearly I'd talk too much. So um, I did that for a while and then th there wasn't enough funding for me to go to the toilet every day at work. So, ah. um, yeah, so I had to go three days a week and only pee once in like a six, seven hour period. I don't wear a catheter because it causes so many infections and stuff like that. Rush while I have a relationship with my toilet seat and I'm so grateful that I can. So many people can't. But I'll tell you what, when I sit on my toilet seat, I'm so, like, I'm so grateful that I'm sitting on my toilet seat. I just, I don't know, I'm weird. But, you know, I'm, no, I'm, you're not alone in that. I think, I think everyone. How good is that? Ably diverse or not. <laughs> yeah. They love 
their own bathroom, their own toilet seat, when you can get there and you can relax. Yeah. Do business. I mean, yep. people sit there and read books and do all sort of things yep. in there, don't they? Yep. I don't. Well, yes, I would say so. <laughs> maybe, we should, maybe we need a podcast about that, a poll about what what do you do? Or well, maybe not. Not <laughs> me, I probably would actually. <laughs> you, you, that, that's okay. No. That, yeah. Can I not be in that one? Actually, I wanted to tell the story. I was having spinal surgery and it, the surgeon, he was a bit eccentric. And then I was going to have like x-rays halfway through. And he said, oh, we've got now a phone sex operator up on level three down for an x-ray. And I was like, holy shit, what's, what's this? And they, all the nurses were looking going, phone sex, what is going on? But little uh, did he know, but years later, I kind of be doing the same thing, but in a different format. So he wow. knew something was going on. <laughs> well, somehow, like some sort of vibe, or you know, yeah. like you know that that inner God was uh, exactly. And I came thing. back for a checkup, and he said, "Have you ever thought about attaching a vibrator to your chair? Because that would be really handy." And I was like, this is really inappropriate. But he wasn't being inappropriate. He was just thinking ahead of time. Yes, yes. I think yeah. he was obviously a very open-minded person. He was trying he to was. you having a good life. Yeah. It was more about what was important. They had the surgery, actually. He said to me, now, do you want a beer and a cigarette? I'm like, I just gave up smoking. What are you talking about? He goes, no, seriously, if you want a beer and a cigarette, I'll give you one. I said, mate, it's six o'clock in the morning. You're meant to be operating on me at 11. What the, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, it's really fine. If you want a beer and a cigarette, go right ahead. And of course I didn't, because I'd just woken up. I mean, really, honestly. Yes, rather than, he was talking a bit like in, in a sort of yeah. tangent way, talking about you having a rigid spine. Is that correct? Yeah. Is that what you're Well, no. Afterwards, oh. it, all, it all went well. And afterwards, he said, he came and he went, oh, cool, that worked. I said, what do you mean? Oh, cool, that worked. And he goes, well, it's the first time I've ever done that. It's a world first, so congratulations and you're here. So what it meant was, yeah. you're in a cigarette, in case you cark it, so at least you've enjoyed yourself, because I don't know whether this is going to work. But he didn't want to tell me that. Wow. What the... Best thing was too, and you, you probably know about this. It's something so me do, but I was put in traction for about two weeks straight after surgery. And sure. my my God, it was good. Oh, I don't know. You just don't move for like eight hours per day, and you just got to lie there and think about life. And you know you can't go anywhere because you're strapped down. And what it does is it straightens your pelvis and your hips. And so everything fuses all at once. Sets into that position. Yeah, that's it. But mentally, that's very hard. Oh, it was so nice, though. Because oh. even though you're staring at the roof and thinking, God, this is boring, it just feels really good. Okay. So that was that's the key for you is because yeah. of discomfort that you'd had to have that lack of discomfort and to be that that was so yeah. much pleasure. Yeah. And also because my right lung had collapsed to probably um 90% before they did the surgery oh, before 
So it was a hundred degree herb scoliosis. Um, the night before they did the surgery, they measured it. They were like, hey, your lungs collapsed. And I'm like, well, I haven't even noticed. So we're good. <laughs> it's been happening slowly, getting slowly squashed. Yeah. Squashed. Yeah. So there you go. But yeah, traction okay. traction is good. That's probably why I've, why I've turned traction out so, so good. good. Yeah. I'm, I'm very I'm very learned that off you actually. Just quietly, but anyway. You've learned many things off me. I don't oh, know if yeah. traction is good was one of them, but uh there, I'm sure there are many things you've learned. Now bands, you know, traction. I want to jump into our relationship and how yeah. we met because like you were on the TV show that I was on. I was on a TV show called Aerobics Oz Style from 1990 until 2005. Yeah. And at some point in that time, when you were a young girl, how old were you when you came onto the show? I was 11. You were 11 when you came onto the show. I was 11 with a monobrow. But I wasn't there that day. So I didn't no. know you. I never knew you and only met you recently for four years. Yeah. I didn't know you. We probably, were we still doing the shows in a studio at that point yeah. in time? So we're in studio. Yeah. You came into the studio. You met a whole lot of the other gang. And you weren't there. And I wasn't there that day. So I never met you, never heard of you. No one told me. I never saw the show or anything. Yeah. So we, I did that show. I didn't know you. All of that time had gone by, 2005. But we come through to suddenly it's 2020. It's lockdown. Aerobics also oh, yeah. comes back onto TV, yeah. on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm getting this person starting to follow some of my things and liking some of my stuff. And it's this Melina Viking. Who's this Melina Viking person? They know so much about me. Seem to know because, like, obviously, I'm a person who is TMI, too much information. Well, I, I tell you about everything. So I tell you about my family and my cats and my children yeah. and this, that, and the other. And so all of a sudden, you had you knew everything about me. I'm like, how do you know that? It was my fault. I shared the information yeah. publicly and had no no idea what I was talking about as I was doing exercises. Yeah, and you yeah. remembered, and I forget. <laughs> you're very similar to me because when I do live shows I just ramble on and half the time I don't know what I said and I'm like oh probably shouldn't have said that but there we go <laughs> it's out there it's in the world and you're just being yourself being your own raw self yeah but so we go to that 220 there you are you're following me you're, you're turning up and I'm like okay so we start to message a little bit and we're talking a little bit more and then yeah. I work out after discussion <laughs> that you had actually been involved with aerobics Oz style and in fact not just being on the show but later on you were involved in our music and the music that came on because yeah. you worked with a guy from philip from you know who who was in hmm. england yeah and he was ably diverse and yeah, got you was. working with him so yeah that yeah how did that happen i thought that was the coolest job because i knew that i wouldn't be able to instruct her. there would be no way that I would get on the show again. I think the producer would kill me if I tried to go back again. So um, so I thought, what can I do? And obviously I had music industry experience from working in radio. So I contacted them and so I had no idea about his disability or condition. And I just said, is there any jobs going? Because I'm desperately in need for a job. And um, so could you please give me one? Basically, my <laughs> desperate, and um, he said, "Yeah," and we shared stories. And he went, "There's no one else I would rather give this job to. I don't know you, 
but from your story and told him how much of a fan I was. And um, he said, yeah, you're on. So, but overweight now and the paid bit was still one of the best opportunities I've ever had. Um, with your your job basically in adult entertainment. Yes. You, you do everything on either online or on video. Like, it's a job. Yeah. But there obviously must be times when you enjoy it more than others. Yeah. And it, and it gives me an escape from, you know, just focusing on my disability the whole time. I'm so focused. do you become another person? Yes. But also I'm there for that other person's pleasure, not mine. So Right, right. Kind okay. of, kind of yeah. a weird way of putting it, but because I used to have really low self-esteem as well. Do you not end up laughing? with what might happen like i'm trying to picture what i know well if you're in if you're at your work on yeah. a video and yeah. you are performing doing a show but you don't can't control your limbs very well oh no no, no. so i can yeah no, no no i can unless someone makes me jump uh, i can so i i'm all good i don't have what we call appetite oh. movement as much as some other people with CP. CP oh so I'm all good with that I've had friends with CP who have kicked me in the face because they've been so excited that I've been sitting next to them that they've just kicked me in the face oh. um so I'm very lucky in that sense that I can do a lot that other people in my position can't and there's a lot of people with milder CP than me that can do more than I can actually there is this whole thing of disability fetishes and people struggling to get out of bed. And that's, that's a fetish. I, I don't get it. Don't ever ask me to do it because I won't do it. Um, no. people, people have asked me and I've refused because it, it's so, just... So that's one of the weird things that people ask. What other, what other strange things do people ask? Recently, I had a sneezing one. I had to sneeze for 45 minutes. I'm, I nearly put my back out. I thought, this is not healthy. But hey someone's happy so you know a lot of girls have had weirder ones than that but I I, I ended up you know thinking oh, my back's quite sore no that's right because it's quite a it's a quite a sharp thing and you I have to be authentic about it you can't just be a, a chew um, you know you've got to throw your back into it um so I took it to the team that day and I didn't work for a couple of days after that because I thought I can't never turns you on yeah that's all good yeah. so long as it works for both people or all people yeah. and how many yeah. how many are in the group whatever it's all about consent people it's all yeah. about consent it's all about consent that is so true and consent and consent can change because you might yeah. not know what you're getting yourself into and yeah. it's the old no means no and when someone says no that's no safe words or whatever it might be and unfortunately with physical disabilities some men more often than women can see you as trap free bondage because you can't move, they've got you right where they want you. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes no isn't no for them because you've got to say yes to be able to get up from wherever you are because you're relying on them to uh, do that for you. Just got to allow, you've just got to allow things to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah safer, exactly. Yeah, oh. For the oh, same yeah. option. Other people have said to me, you could have just said no. And I said, well, yes, I could have. But if I did that, 
And then you're stuck there. I can just leave and I'm stuck there. And this is before AI, before Google, before phone watches um, or watch phones or smart watches, um, you know. So what do you do in that instance? So yeah. back in back in my day when that didn't exist, what do people do? What are you days. meant to do, you know? Honey, you are an amazing woman and you have, like, there are so many stories in you that I still want to pull out thread by thread. Well, today to like find out a lot about you and how you Thank think you. and where you came from and what your background was and what some of your difficulties are. There, I, there, yeah. That's what I'm focused on as well. I really yeah. feel we don't know what your world and what the world for ably diverse and for yeah. anybody with diversity, you know, what, yeah. what the world is like for them. And that's what we need to hear. We um. On that note. On that note. On that note. I think we've done really, really well. Thank you for inviting me on your show. Thank you for enjoying this pain again for a second. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I always enjoy our chats. Thanks, babe. I wish we lived closer. Thanks for that. My pleasure, honey. There you go. Thank you. And All I'll right. speak to you then. Speak right. you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and remember to connect with us on our socials and our Patreon. We'd love to hear from you, and also with your feedback and ideas. Join us next time on the Ably Diverse Chronicles. Mm -hmm.